Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here it is, right now. Welcome. Prime time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be quick. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? It's Wednesday. <laughs> it is Wednesday. I we love, love Wednesday. our Wednesday shows. Yeah, we really do. Will Orton in. Uh, Orton. Will Orton? <laughs> Will Orton? What? Well, close a, enough. Was that a wrestler? I feel that's, I think you're thinking of Cowboy Bob Orton. Bob Orton yeah. in producing today. Bob Orton has was that old cowboy guy that always had a cast on his arm. And they would use the cast to like yeah. hit Hulk Hogan with Cowboy it. Bob Cowboy Orton. Bob Orton. I don't know why that Alive popped into my head, but there you go. Or dead. Oh, I'm sure he's dead. If you just say any wrestler from the 80s, you're safe just going dead. Like there isn't, you know, in COVID, you know, there were the comorbidities, you know, whether you have di- the diabetes or you got, you know, whatever, you know, respiratory, you know, issues. The greatest comorbidity of anything is just being a professional wrestler. Hey, what did you do for a career? I was a wrestler. You should be dead, and if you're not dead, then thank your lucky stars and you're counting the days. Not a very healthy um, profession. No. Is what you're saying. No, no, no. You're, you're, it's not good to take all the steroids that you can and then all the amphetamines that you can to speed up that giant heart yeah. and then all the painkillers to numb everything well, and slow it back down and then uh, be on the road 300 days a year. I yeah. thought they were just taking their vitamins. That's what Hulk Hogan <laughs> told me. And yeah. saying their prayers. Saying their prayers. <laughs> How yeah. is Hulk Hogan still alive? That's what I want to know. Of all the people that died, like he sold his soul. Yeah, like there's there had to be some sort of Faustian deal. Well, Macho Where, Man's gone. Macho Man's gone. Roddy Piper's gone. Dude, they're all gone. Rick Rude. They're all the there's Jake all the snakes of, alive. That's another one. How is that possible? There was a good documentary called like Wrestling with Shadows or something, and it was a number of years ago, and it was about just old wrestlers and kind of you know what they do after they're they're done. And apparently uh, what they do is a lot of heroin. And uh, Jake Roberts was on there, and he had one foot in the grave. And I think he's doing a little better now. I think he's he's kicked some of that, but it was bad. You know who else is alive? Hmm. My favorite wrestler as a kid. And he came to Salina one time at the Bicentennial Center. I'm not kidding. <laughs> they had wrestling there, and he was part of the lineup, and I could not have been any more excited what do you got? that he was coming to town. I got to see live in person. The Boogie Woogie Man. The Boogie, and he's still alive? Jimmy Valiant. He's 80. Oh, gosh. He was great. He fought Coco Beware. I think Coco's dead. Is he? Yeah, I think Coco's dead. And I flipped off Coco. Did you? Because, you know, I was a young kid. I thought Coco Beware was like the baby face. I thought he was the good guy. You know, maybe it wasn't Coco Beware. It was another guy. I don't know who it was, but whoever, it might have been Coco Beware, whoever it was. He had the bird. I flipped him off. And because all you know, we're running around like punk kids, yeah, and, yeah, and being real cocky and like, <laughs> come on, oh yeah. And then he said he was on the microphone at the time, and he said, "Didn't your mama ever teach you no manners?" <laughs> we used to go. That was my claim to fame. Portland wrestling. 
would go like they do at the Salem Armory and they would do like they, they'd go to local high schools and my brother would take me. And we used to go to like those old like Billy Jack Haynes and Superfly Jimmy Schnooka. We used to go see that the grappler, <laughs> all the Latin lover, Al, I think it was Al Madrid. I remember all those guys. When I was a kid, I loved wrestling. And my seminal moment as a child was Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, at the Sullivan Arena, and we got to see Andre the Giant and the Ultimate Whoa. Warrior, both dead. Whoa. And That's way better than mine. The match lasted maybe 45 seconds. I assume Andre beat him. No. Andre was, that was like right towards the end when he was so like decrepit he could barely walk. So Andre the Giant like had like a motorized cart that took him into the ring. He got into the ring. We all booed him. And then the Ultimate Warrior sprinted down on all the cocaine in the world, jumped in the ring, like clotheslined him, pinned him, and then ran out. And we were all like, what just happened? Like the whole thing, maybe 45 seconds. Mm. And we were like, well, that's... My dad was unhappy because we, we, you know, paid a bunch of money to go see Andre the Giant and the Ultimate Warrior. We got 45 seconds worth. Well, it is fake. Both dead. After all. Yeah. Coco Beware, alive. Really? 64. I thought he was dead. Not dead. Like every... I, I feel like every 10 days, there's another like, oh, by the way, so-and-so died. Well, anyway, Will Ortner over there on... Controls today. Yes. With his Kraken hat. He's a hockey guy. And his hood up. I am. We won. Kraken won last night, 9 to 8. We won. We I did. saw that. It was 9 I bet on them. We won. 9 to 8. And by the way, that is the ultimate we. Once you place the wager, then you are. I feel a lot better with someone saying we because you have skin in the game mm-hmm. when you're just some fan. And it's like, we won. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you do? I gambled on him. All right, that's good. That's, that's a we. We also beat Iran. And uh, let's see, eh, same thing. And we also beat. Who else did we beat? I don't know. We beat the the Canadians. I think. I think that's who I bet on. Um. Well, anyway, Will's in for Buck. Yes. Buck is dead. Rest in peace again. Along, along how about our producers and wrestlers? It's the same sort of thing. Rest in peace, Mike Lynch. Rest in peace, uh, Ryan Buckley. Okay. Will be careful, man. You'll be next to go. List of the the oldest surviving pro wrestlers. Yeah. Do you remember Gorgeous George? I do remember Gorgeous George. He lived to 98 years old. Yikes. That's just genetics, man. Like some, it's like the Keith Richards thing. How is Keith Richards with all the rock stars that die, like what is it, the 26 or 27 club, like Joplin and Hendrix and Cobain? How is Keith Richards like 85? Like Keith Richards has done everything but snort probably the ashes of Jimi Hendrix, and yet he's still kicking. He did the old school he did the old school drugs, you know, these new school drugs, yeah. these pills and stuff and mixing it, you're in trouble. Mm. But that dude, all he was doing was peyote, you know, and acid. <laughs> and then and, it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and if I'm having a celebrity dead, uh, Deadpool, Ric Flair is number one. Like, oh my goodness. Yes. I just saw that documentary. He was like drinking a 12 pack a day. And he's like bright red all the time. And it just, he just looks like, because I, I follow him like on Instagram and every now and he posts something and it just... I feel like he is having a heart attack anytime you see him in public. It's like that old uh, Chris Farley bear sketch where he kept having the heart attacks. Ah, that's, no, that's Ric Flair. Ric Flair has, has had seven heart attacks in the last month. And yet somehow I, he just he mm. keeps living. I don't get it. Do you remember the name Cowboy Bob Ellis? I don't. I just remember Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't remember Cowboy. Okay. We need Josh Wilcox here who's like the wrestling savant. Well, Cowboy Bob Ellis is the... Oldest currently living wrestler, and he is 93 years old. Oh, and he was like a big deal? Almost 94. Hmm. He is known as the inventor of the bulldog. I don't know what that is, but... Well, like the Cobra Clutch, you know? (laughs) I thought that was the... Is that the Iron Sheik? Well, I don't know. Is that the Cobra Clutch? That's (laughs) what it was, right? Didn't they call it the bulldog? The Cobra... No? It's possible. I don't know. There were several types of bulldogs. (laughs) Well, yeah, my... There's there's about eight million different wrestling moves, and they all they have like three names. It's bulldog or the sharpshooter. I don't know. The bulldog is like I think the bulldog is like when you when the move starts with you grabbing their head. That's the bulldog. I think so. Yeah, and then that can turn into a pile driver. It can turn into you know the Robin Ventura. It can turn into you know whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, and then if you give it a name, then it's the most devastating move in the world. Yeah, like. Hulk Hogan's leg drop. (laughs) The lamest thing. Like, Hulk Hogan was great. Yeah. And he was must-see TV. But that leg drop 
rarely even like made contact with the guy. You couldn't get up from it. I don't know what you're talking about. And the best part is when you were but, a kid. But, but you, when he landed it, it you, was over. You believed. Oh when you God, were like eight years go. old, you were convinced. You're like, that's real. It's the real. The best move, you know, the best move was, uh, well, Superfly was pretty awesome. Yeah. But Macho Man. His was my favorite. That was the best move. The elbow off when the top rope. When he got rope. up off in the, up, up, well, yeah, when he got up there. Yeah. And then did the, <laughs> you know, that, dude. I love me. Some good stuff. By the way, Macho Man, rest in peace. Dead again. Surprisingly, heart attack while driving. Is the famous Elizabeth still alive? Nope, dead too. Also dead. What about the Stone Cold Stunner? That's fantastic. Yeah, the That's Stunner. That's the best finishing move. Stone Cold, what's, <laughs> see, now, see, now you're dating me because that, you I just, actually grew up before he Stone Cold, you like you, you kick him in the stomach and then like you, you kick him in the groin. You turn around, you grab their head, and you drop down, yeah. land on your butt, and their head hits your shoulder. <laughs> and apparently, it's the most devastating move ever. Oh yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson sold that. The Rock had the Rock also had the most ridiculous one where he just he like hit you with an elbow. The people's elbow. How dare you, <laughs> sir? It was elbow. greatness. What did he like? What did he do? Yeah, he just. Not, not, it was like the Hulk Hogan leg drop, but instead of a leg, he just dropped an elbow on you, and no one could get up like from Like a it. flying elbow nope, while nope, you're down? Nope, nope, He'd nope. take off his elbow pad, yep. oh. throw it into the crowd, <laughs> yeah. wave his arms a couple times like he was trying to fly, yeah. run to one side of the ring, hit the ropes, come back, drop the elbow. That's it. <laughs> it was great. He'd hit you like in the solar plexus with an elbow, great. and no one could get up from it. It would knock you unconscious. I always liked the uh, the slap, the chest slap. Oh, yeah, the I chop. I wondered why they did that. Because <laughs> well, it sounds cool. Yeah. And, no, and so that's what it's like make you think it's real. It's like, whoa, we yeah. really hit him. Although those dudes, they, how ready is. they get the crap knocked out of them. Like those, I mean, it's, you can't fake some of that stuff. All right. Well. I don't know how we got on wrestling, but oh, there you go. By well, the way, Will, my, Will Ortner's over there. Yeah. That's how. Oh, yeah. Cowboy Will Ortner. <laughs> With his hood up for some reason, being a very millennial. It was raining. Inside? Yeah. He's one of the kids. He is. It makes me feel very old now that uh, my daughter is older than Will. It's, Will is dating the daughter of one of my best friends. That also a little strange. Like his girlfriend uh, that I've known since she was like three years old, it bothers me that what Will is doing. It makes, it makes me very judgmental. I, I started dating her before I met you. That has nothing to do with you. It's, it's weird. Right, he's like, I mean, he's just going about his life. Like, it's, why is that? It's, should, it's weird. Are you, like, that, now the gatekeeper yeah, right. of who I can and can't date? Right. Exactly. Are you trying to get me to break up with her? Is that is that your whole plan? Well, I've been trying that for a long time. <laughs> I've been trying to drive that wedge for, but Will's not letting go. She's way better looking than him, and so he's holding on for, for grim death. That's the old line. Smart man. Yeah, when the old line gets someone above his uh, pay grade, you hold on to that. You grip and you hold. And, uh, yeah, he's he's doing that. Yeah. She's got people coming after her now, too. She's on TV, so they all want a piece. Yeah, she's a TV. I heard she's a TV news anchor. Yeah. News anchor. How about that? Yeah, well, you better step your game up. You got to get a baby going or a wedding, something. <laughs> no. I'm good there. Yeah, she's going to hump a weather guy. <laughs> Those damn weather guys, and they're always handsome. Or the other anchor. Weekend anchor. Uh, it's, it's all, they're all by themselves, but I think I could take the weather guy. Oh, I'll really? be just fine. She doesn't do a show with anyone else? Well, no other anchor, just a weather guy and a sports guy. Is I'd, she weekends? I'd be just fine. Uh, yeah, she's weekends. Well, she's like Thursday Where? night through in uh, Tri-Cities. Okay. Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night through Sunday night. And she does it on her own. But like the big, sh- like that, I would imagine the station has- It's all single anchors. It's all single anchors. Mm-hmm. I guess smaller towns, they, yeah. that's the yeah. way they do it. Can't have the two. You can't have Not the co-anchors. No. Yeah. Co-anchors, you got to have the deuce. Yeah, got to have two. The, by the way, have you seen the new uh, the new fake Joe Donlin on KGW? No. They have another one. They're on their second iteration of the fake Joe Donlin. It's no good? No. What's his name? I don't know. But he has that Chet You Betcha sort of look well, about yeah, him? yeah, they've tried to hire Joe Donlin. So mm-hmm. Joe left. Yes. Uh, Chicago, rest in peace, Joe Donlin. <laughs> and then they brought in his replacement, who was very awkward but looked like him. Mm. Uh, and Cheap. he's now gone, and there's a new one, and he looks like Joe. <sighs> disappointing they're trying to recreate joe donlin let it go they're trying to do a walmart version get a hot in there of you know you know what i'm saying can you go wrong with laurel with... porter may not be wanting that though <laughs> you know oh yeah yeah that's because she's greatness too but you know she's a little long in the tooth so you probably got a little bit you gotta tell, be... tell that to her face no i love me some laurel porter she's fantastic but if like you bring in will's will's girlfriend something tells me she's gonna get shanked yeah like oh. that's you can get a little that news business, man. That's tough. Be careful. It, it, they're weird, too. They, they're very Except weird. for the great Dan Tilkin. Love him. 
Yeah, Dan's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we have a lot of friends in news over the years. Yeah. Not all. Not all. No, but, I remember uh, when Ken Body shunned you. Yeah, he's, well. He did. He big-timed you. Can't we just say that if we're going to be friends with news people, they're going to have to have a, yeah. like, it's going to be a niche. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be friends with all of them. Let's just put it that way. Well, the, okay? the problem you is... You have to is, get what we do. Token does. Yes. Token gets it. He's he, great. He listens, man. yeah. The, the problem is if you... Pete Fairman listens. If, if you think that like what you do is what we do, you're going to have an issue because we're not news in any... Well, that's where Ron Peebo... Yeah, know, you got Hey, why don't you, guys, why don't you guys break news like you're supposed to? <laughs> okay. Okay, Ron. Get right on that. Now, are you talking about uh, David... <laughs> you never hear about that, Will. You're too young. Yeah. This is one of our main... News feuds back in the day. Yeah, we did. We've had a couple. You I know, I only know the name because Schultz played the old uh, Bono clip yeah, for me okay. a couple so weekends ago. You've heard that. Yeah. So I think during so December we're about to move into our slower times. Yeah. You know where everybody's on vacation and we're just d'ing off in here. Uh, we ought to revisit the Pivo bit. Bono. It's it's the greatest feud we've ever had, hands down. Oh, dude, he was so pissed. Yes. So now, pissed. I honestly don't. And we've made a lot of people unhappy over the years. And he is a Great A douche. <laughs> From Ron Pivo to Lamarcus Aldridge to Steve Patterson to Chip Kelly. We've pissed off a lot of people. No one has ever been as mad at us as yeah. Ron Pivo. Yeah, he he didn't get it. And I think he blames us for sabotaging his uh <laughs> virgining radio career. I feel like that's probably yeah. true. Somewhere he's sitting there selling real estate, upset <laughs> that if it weren't for us, he would have gone on to great success in radio. Now, are you talking about uh, David, is it uh, Molko? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I, I watch you, uh, you. You know, I've switched to I've switched to Fox Twelve because mm. of my my yeah. neighbor. Yeah, I'm just looking here, and he. he I, I, so I don't watch. K- it, once Donlin left, yeah. I was a news free agent, local yeah. news free agent, and I've settled on KPTB. I just I'm I'm looking here, and I can definitely see where they're they're going to try to find a a younger Joe Donlin. And it's just not. It's, it's not. Just it's not. Sorry, Dave. I mean, I'm sure you're wonderful, but all right, you're no Joe Donlin. Uh, hump day roundup at four. Let's get started. A little college football. It is three seventeen on the fan. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. For the record, we love Ken Buddy. Yeah. Here's an unsubstantiated report, though, from our... Well, I don't think you need to read that. <laughs> no? No, right, I wouldn't read that. Okay. Because <laughs> you know how, how important news people are, or at least, you know, they Boy, think they, they are. they take their, uh, what would you say, public persona very, yeah. very seriously. Us, not so much. All right. Who wants a poll? Oh, you know me. I love the poll. At 
1080 The Fan on Twitter. Our poll question brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Today we are asking you, who is the real second best team in the Pac-12? It's the Pac-12! Oregon. Oregon State. Utah. Washington. Hmm. Did you see how, how Penix for Heisman was trending today? <laughs> they trying to make that push. Have they have they seen this guy in Southern California named Caleb Williams? Like, well, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't have competition. <sighs> yeah, Penix has been great. Penix has been phenomenal, and so, a lot of statistics. He's been better, but look, we know the Isn't Heisman he like leading the country in passing. I believe he is leading the country in passing. Every time I watch him, and I didn't watch all their games, but every time I watch him. I don't know that I've seen him miss pass. He's like, very, very good. Dude, he is so accurate. Yes. The only one was that uh, that Arizona State game was an abomination. Now yeah, they I didn't watch that. And they came roaring back in it, but that's the one. If you're watching, like every How team. How they lose to them? I don't know. With a with a, a former walk-on quarterback because the starter got hurt, and Washington fell down big and then dug them dug themselves out of a hole. I think that was a Friday, might have been a Friday game on the road. Yeah, weird things happen. Weird, weird things happen in the Pac-12 when you go on the road and Arizona State and like every one of those teams basically has one of those games you scratch your head and you're like, what the hell happened? Well, would you rather lose? So Oregon, uh, I think I know the answer to this. What most fans would say, mm-hmm. but would you rather lose like to your rival, like Oregon lost to Washington, yeah. or like Oregon lost to, lost to Oregon State, or would you rather lose that inexplicable? Yeah. Freaking! I call no the, business losing to Arizona State or Stanford like Oregon. I was going to say that's. Oh, I was going to call I that mean, the Stanford game. Would you rather which? Which is worse? I think losing to the rivals worse. Because boy, it sucks to trip up when you when you I have know. no business tripping up. I know. At but, least the rivals were good. But doesn't it suck knowing that for you know the the rest of the year for 364 days you have to listen to Oregon State fan or Oregon fan or Washington fan and you know. I think I would rather beat my rival and have the I stub my toe in in Tucson, you know, on a, on a Friday night as opposed to losing to you know whoever losing well, to my rival. That's a tough question though because are you I mean, talking about the poll? Question? The, the poll question. I think it's a it's a very very hard question. Yeah, they're all you could make a case for all of them. You could, and they all have a they all have flaws, and they all have you know a, a head scratch. You really do. Haven't they all beat each other? Yes. <laughs> Oregon uh, beat Utah. Washington beat Oregon. Washington beat Oregon State. Yes, Oregon, Oregon State, State got hammered by Utah, but then Oregon State beat Oregon. Beat Oregon. And, you know, Utah, I mean, I guess the answer is Utah because they're playing USC. But if you mm. a- if you asked me on a neutral field and yeah. everyone was healthy. That's what I want. Oregon. I want I want what you think with your eyeballs. Oregon. Your football eyeballs. When healthy, I think Oregon is the, the second best team in, in the conference. When and, and and I'm not one of these guys that does the will, you know, if this was healthy and this broke this way. Because you could say the same thing about every one of these teams. If Washington just pulls their head out of their arse against Arizona State a quarter sooner, Washington's playing for a chance to go, you know, be in the national title game because they'd be a one-loss team playing USC. If Utah's offense didn't decide to be the worst thing I've ever seen against Oregon, they should have won that game. If Oregon State had even mildly competent quarterback play against USC, they roll USC, but they didn't. So if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. But I feel like if Bo Nix hadn't gotten hurt, and and up front, same thing with Foresight, I think Washington doesn't win that game, and I think Oregon State doesn't win that game. So when healthy... I think Oregon is probably the second best team, but you got to prove it. And you didn't make plays against Washington when you needed to, and you didn't make plays against Oregon State. And you give credit to Washington and Oregon State, but you you kind of feel like if you're Oregon, you gacked those two teams or those two games away. But in a vacuum, neutral field, everyone's healthy. I would probably take the Ducks, but I feel like every one of those games is going to come down to the wire because the Pac-12 is the deepest conference. And how nice is it that we can finally say that? It's not a joke. And I think on any given Saturday, including USC, throw USC in this mix. Anyone. Throw UCLA in that mix. UCLA hammered Washington. Uh, in fact, I think the, the, the UCLA-Washington might have been the Friday night game um, where on, on the short week. I think the Arizona State one was just a Saturday game, if I'm remembering correctly. I knew they lost one of theirs was the Friday night, and I'm pretty sure that was UCLA. Um but any one of those teams could could knock someone off. It truly is the most balanced conference in the country. I don't know if the the top end 
obviously with with Georgia and Michigan and Ohio State or you know the you know Alabama I, I don't know if the top end is quite as good in the Pac-12 but I don't think there's a deeper more balanced conference this year than the Pac-12 and which is why I think that's such a hard poll question because throw USC throw UCLA in that mix and you've got six damn good football teams all right vote vote hard on Twitter at 1080 the fan I was going through the potential bowl lineups for the Pac-12 today and we'll we'll hit that segment later but there is some a little bit of news on the Oregon State front in that regard and I'll get to it coming up next. Yeah. Did you see this? I did. Big fella. Mm-hmm. See this big guy. Nick Dashel, breaking news. Well, and that's what he does, you know. Yeah. He covers a, the beefs. He's a newsman and with a great head of hair. Now there's a friend of the program. Yeah. He's 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 a friend of the program. His his sister works here. Barb. Barb. <laughs> I love Barb. Barb and Nick. I think secretly Barb likes to party too. I <laughs> Yeah, Barb, I, yeah. I think Barb in the well, right situation would throw down. I was just over there talking to... So people are sort of filtering back into our office now. Yeah. We have this new office, right? Yeah. And it's still not quite all set up, but trickling people are in. starting to trickle in. And Barb works in traffic, and traffic is not what you think it is. Traffic is not like car traffic. Yeah, commercials. It's, they're the ones that handle all the ads and get them placed into the radio, uh, into the computers, and, mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. Very, very back-end back of the house stuff but they're they're very important barb is in traffic and we were over there talking and we were gossiping Mm -hmm. because you know the gossip is back (laughs) that's what we do and barb wasn't there but she's she was in earlier and ryan cooley our sales manager said yeah barb if you want any of this this scuttle on anybody around here go to barb Barb. because people in radio find solace in the back of the house traffic department they go in there and they just Spilled, spilled beans. And here's the other one too. Barb always she trains service dogs. That's right. So Barb always has like a golden retriever puppy back there, and there is nothing that right. will open you up more yes. emotionally than an adorable little dog. So that's what happens. People go back there, and she's got her puppy, and then they're like, "Barb, I just, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I screwed the GM yeah. or whatever." <laughs> Whoops. Well, and Barb said. Barb said, uh, <laughs> "That's his look on Will's face right now." Will's like, "What?" Well, I, I think it's hypothetical. I, I, Will, oh, yeah. I, I thought hypo. it was real. I, I needed no, no. to know these things. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she said, "I don't know why people tell me their secrets. It's not like I keep them a secret." No, she's the bartender. Yeah, she's the aristocrat of this uh, institution, and she is the more famous of the Dashels. Yes, Nick Dashel, <laughs> being her brother, covers the Beavers, and he has news. But we love him. Are the Beavers going to the Sun Bowl? Because I feel like they're synonymous with the Sun Bowl. Yeah, I would say that. If you think about the Beavs, you go with the Sun Bowl. The Beavs could be number two in the college football playoff standings, and they'd be like, you know what? We think they're better fit for the Sun Bowl. (laughs) And they're going to play, you know, Duke. We were hoping maybe the Vegas Bowl, but uh, no, it's going to be the Sun Bowl. Uh, That's not what Nick Daschle is saying. (laughs) We'll get to that next. Here's Will. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Got to turn on my mic there. 
It is uh, 3.34. We've got our NFL Hump Day Roundup coming up at 4. You will hear Kyler Murray discuss, well, I think it's just a, it's a short clip that says it all about Kyler Murray. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a, a good summary. Yeah, it's not going well. Yeah. With he, he came back, mm-hmm. and shockingly, they lost, and he and Cliff now are fighting again. That whole, mommy and daddy are fighting. Yeah, that whole thing is uh, it's a mess. Is a disaster. He's a mess. <laughs> and I saw a... Um, Schematically, things yeah, not that's, going well. Yeah. That's the one yeah. we're going to play. Yeah. I saw a, a clip. You know, everybody has a podcast now. You're no one without a podcast. No. So I was watching some very boring podcasts, but they had Patrick Peterson on there, mm-hmm. who is no longer in Arizona, but he played there. Yes. And all you need to know is Patrick Peterson said, dude, he goes... Kyler Murray, the only thing he cares about is Kyler Murray. There you go. Trust me. Well, locker rooms, you can't fool locker rooms. And by the way, now it's coming out left and right that everyone in Denver hates Russell Wilson. No way. Yeah, you can't, you know, you you can't fool locker rooms. That's and ride. locker rooms are willing to put up with a certain amount um when you're really good. But the moment that things start to go wrong, all of those uh I don't know, sins that are forgiven, that stuff starts to to go out the window, and you get guys that will start talking off the record, on the record. Certainly guys that have that have, have left will start, you know, sharpening the knives because they're tired of holding their tongues. And I think it's pretty clear, which is why I'm surprised that the uh that that uh, amendment got put into his contract, because that seems like that is a direct shot from management at Kyler Murray. But the idea of trying to publicly shame your quarterback into giving a damn, like that's, I just, I just don't know if there's ever been a worse strategy to get someone that doesn't care to care than be like, oh, I, I got an idea. Let's try to publicly shame you, and then we'll remove it from your, your, your contract. Great, great child psychology there. All right, but that's at four. Okay. Okay. So Nick Dashel, our friend from Oregon Live, or shall we just say? Yeah, we should probably just say Oregon Live now. Like, is the Oregonian still a thing? I think it's called the Oregonian, but... <coughs> yes. You. Is it really a thing, though? Is like there's still a paper? Yeah, because I, uh, I do the walks around the, uh, the old neighborhoods, and they get the, paper? they get the papers. Yeah, I see them on the ground. <laughs> right. You'd be surprised at how many, if you go for an early morning walk, you'll be surprised at how many of the olds have a newspaper in their, uh, yeah. their driveway. He is reporting... So, wait, let me tell you first what the lineup looks like for the Pac-12. So we'll go through this more in depth later. But uh, you've got the Rose Bowl, where the Ro- where the Pac-12 champ will go uh, if they don't go to the playoff. Yeah. Followed by the Alamo Bowl against the Big 12, the Holiday Bowl against the ACC. And that has flipped. Remember, for a long time, the Holiday was the second-place bowl, but the Alamo has a better payout now. The Las Vegas Bowl against the SEC, the Sun Bowl against the ACC, and then the Los Angeles Bowl against the Mountain West. Okay, that's the that's the order. And we were told before the uh, the Civil War type game that it was more than likely the Sun Bowl and the Vegas Bowl for Oregon State, and the odds being that it would be the Sun Bowl because Vegas would prefer UCLA. But then well, Nick Dashiell says that's so fast. Yeah, I, I think the thing about it is this year a lot of people were thinking Sun Bowl for Oregon State because as good as of a season as they have had, there are other teams that are bigger draws. Yes, that are sort of even with them, mm-hmm. uh, like Oregon, even though they beat Oregon or yeah. Washington or or Utah or even UCLA. So they've got a lot of competition, and unfortunately, some of those bowls it's about TV eyeballs. And Oregon State just doesn't bring a lot of television uh, cachet. Yeah. So that's why. So Nick Daschle, though, is reporting that Oregon State is being targeted by the Alamo, Holiday, and Las Vegas Bowls and is unlikely to end up in the Sun Bowl. I love it. For the Beavs, they're saying that the floor is Vegas, not lava, and the ceiling is the Alamo Bowl. I mean that's that's great. That's pretty so bad. The Alamo Bowl is the second bowl after the yes. Rose Bowl, as I just mentioned. So what what basically this would play out would be is if USC wins, they're going to the college football playoff, and then at that point, UW probably slides into the Rose Bowl, and then the Alamo Bowl has a pick, and you would have your choice then between Utah and Oregon and Oregon State. And look, I I would be fascinated if they chose Oregon State, but I think it'd be badass. Now, if USC loses, then Utah would go to the Rose Bowl. And you want to talk about a fall from grace. USC may end up in, in I mean, 
Are you talking Alamo Bowl there? From from potentially playing for a college football playoff spot to maybe going to the Alamo Bowl. That well, it's, would, it's that, weird to me. That, that would be a huge dip. That would, but I also think it's weird that Oregon State is a top 15 college football playoff program. Yep. And we've been talking Sun Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's like... Well, but they weren't a top 15 program until well, they beat Oregon. So. I know, but still, I just I think it's weird that the top 15, the, the number 15 team yeah. in the college football playoff could be going to the Sun Bowl. Well, not anymore. That's lame. Not anymore. And well, I don't, but I we don't... don't know. We don't know. So here's what he says. A source told the Oregonian slash Oregon Live that OSU's bowl floor is the Vegas Bowl and the ceiling is probably the Alamo Bowl. The Sun Bowl has been told Oregon State is unlikely to be available when it selects a Pac-12 team. Nothing is finalized until Sunday when bowl assignments are revealed. It is believed the Pac-12 has enough strength to either send USC to the college football playoff or a New Year's Six Bowl and either Utah or Washington to the Rose Bowl. And after that, the selection process starts with the Alamo followed by Holiday, Vegas, Sun, and LA Bowl. Yeah, so if USC loses and a New Year's Six Bowl still takes them, but then you would assume in, in that place, if you're the, the Alamo Bowl, you'd have Washington sitting there. I mean, that, that's that's tough. So I think your best bet to get to the Alamo Bowl, the best bowl, is for USC to win. You, you, yeah. UW goes oh, yeah. to the Rose Bowl. You don't want this. You these, don't want it. These yeah. guys shoved down. No. Because the only other team after, like if you say Oregon State goes to the Sun Bowl, I mean, Washington State has to go to the LA Bowl because they finished a game behind all the other, at least a game or more behind all the other bowl eligible teams. Yep. So they cannot be selected over any of those other teams. In other words, Oregon State is basically last outside of Washington State of the bowl eligible teams in the Pac twelve, which is lame. Yeah. You just gotta it's and it comes down to, you know, where where bowls want to pick. Because again, it, once you get down to this, then it's this the bowls making their selections. That's why they said Oregon State would not be available. Someone else would pick him. It's a beauty contest at this point. It's not about who's the best team, it's not about who beat who. It's a beauty contest. Who do you think can draw eyeballs and what fan base wants to come down to where you've got a bowl game and buy tickets and spend money and get drunk? Well, he's he's got quotes in here. The Holiday Bowl executive, and that's the one in San Diego. Yeah. Ducks have played there several times. Uh, Oregon State has never played there. That would be, if you're a Beaver fan and you're looking that's to go do one. something for the holidays, yeah. you can do a lot worse than San Diego and the Holiday Bowl. We were down there last year for the Holiday Bowl, and I think it was UCLA and we were. I mean, we weren't down there for the Holiday Bowl. We just happened to be in San Diego at the time, and all the fans were milling around. I think that game got canceled. I mean, like it was pouring rain. Really? I'm gonna have to go look up what ended up happening with that. Hmm. But it is generally, it should be a very nice December getaway for you. Yeah, San Diego. There, um, the Holiday Bowl executive told Nick Daschle, "They're on board for us for sure." He's talking about the Beavers. The fact that Oregon State has never played in our game is certainly a factor, one we've definitely talked about. See, that matters, too. They don't like rematches. So, like, the Rose Bowl is not going to like— this is one of the reasons why a lot of people think Washington will go to the Rose Bowl over Utah, even though Utah playing is playing for the Pac-12 title, if they lose. Because uh, last year was Utah-Ohio State. Yep. And the Rose Bowl, most of these bowls don't like to do a repeat matchup. Yeah, and and the idea that— uh, They like new blood. Well, and a fan base, because, it's, again, it's— it's an idea. If, if you're a Utah fan and you went to the Rose Bowl last year and you had this special season, this year isn't nearly as special. Are you more likely to, to head to Pasadena again? Or you get a program like UW, great tradition, hasn't been there a while, and you say, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that the UW fan will be way more excited to go to the Rose Bowl than Utah will for back-to-back seasons. And the Alamo guy says... You know, Oregon State went there and played Texas in uh, 2012, and he said we had a great experience with them then. And uh, so they, he said that um, the Beavers are not a long shot for the Alamo, as many think they are. Hmm. And by the way, uh, someone is in. It was the uh, the Holiday Bowl was the Chip Kelly COVID Bowl. Remember, they had to cancel it because Chip Kelly didn't tell everybody that his entire team had COVID. Remember, I think this yeah, was last year. I think that was last year. Minnesota flew out, right? I think this person. Minnesota? I think this person is right that Minnesota flew out and it was a whole thing, and they end up having to cancel it. God, I think I, that's the one you're. I, I'm pretty sure that is no, correct. No, it was NC State, and it was canceled. It, it was NC State, UCLA. Okay, so it wasn't Minnesota. It was North Carolina State, and it was canceled because of COVID. Canceled. Yeah. COVID. I don't remember that at all. I remember them be, there being really bad weather. 
Then well, again, I was drunk. So, <laughs> is there is there bad weather in San Diego? I don't think that it exists. was pouring in San Diego last year at this time. I feel like, a, or I mean, at that time, I feel like San Diego pouring weather is like there was Dude. a quarter inch of rain and people were like, "Oh no, brother, it's the end of times." Trust me, I was out. We were out partying, and it was nasty, mm. like Oregon nasty. Mm. You were drunk. I don't. I don't trust you. Yeah, it said canceled due to COVID protocols. Yeah. Huh. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, COVID will do you in. And by the way, well, all I, mean, I kind of do. And the last place you want to do or go is El Paso. Just that's yeah. That's no, the Sun Bowl is it's freaking the lame. It's, Can the Pac-12 get rid of the stupid Sun Bowl? There is nothing worse Why? than El Paso. It just of all the places I've been, of all the cities I've been, let me just say El Paso can go straight well, to hell. And can we also talk about how the Sun Bowl you play an ACC team? Yeah, you don't watch that. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate the ACC. <laughs> and it's probably going to be like a six or seven win ACC yes, team. Yes, it'll be like Wake Forest. Yeah, go away. Go away. And then they'll get smoked by 30 because <laughs> Wake Forest is so excited to be there. And then the Pac-12 team's like, this sucks. And they you, don't show up. You can go over into Juarez, get terrified, and leave after 45 minutes because that happened. <laughs> That's a dodgy place. I've heard there's some cool places down there. Dusty there, will give me some uh There are not. Tweets. I just I have been confirmed to, not. I have been to Mexico many many times. I love Mexico. I'm going to Mexico for Christmas this year. I'm I'm there pretty much every year and the only time that I have ever truly been frightened was Juarez and we spent about 45 minutes and decided that this was not for us and that we should probably <laughs> all there was like five big white BYU football players and we just figured that nothing good was happening in Juarez and we should probably leave and it was the smartest decision I've ever made. I was terrified. All right, out of the uh, not a joke file, two stories next on the. Uh, one other bowl note I should uh, point out, pertaining to nothing except us, is that uh, I was looking through the bowl projections today, and somebody had one of them had Kansas against BYU. <laughs> where and what vicious cockfight is? Uh, or I should say, where is that vicious cockfight going down? This one was the first responders bowl. Uh, should we go, or is this a terrible location? Because they would probably need first responders to wake up the fans after I, I would think so. being bored to death by that <laughs> game. Although Kansas is pretty fun to watch. They've got an offense. I don't know about BYU. Our quarterbacks hurts. I don't know. And I'm bummed out. My uh, my strength conditioning coach, who's been there for 20-plus years, who I love dearly, he just got fired. Oh. So I'm kind of pissed off right now. Not strong enough. Huh? I'm anti-BYU right now. I'm a little unhappy. I might have to go rock chalk. That game appears to be played in Dallas, Texas. That is at the Cotton Bowl. You know, it's very cold in uh, December in Dallas, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass. So two stories before we get to our hump day roundup out of the uh, not-a-joke file. This is terrifying. One is, um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the United States beat Iran. I did. In the World Cup. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's football, by the way. We were talking yesterday about how the state— agencies in Iran are not messing around. No. When it comes to uh well there's a bit of an uprising right. Yeah, there's a bit of an uprising right now and they're not happy. They threatened the players that if they didn't sing the national anthem again that family members could be tortured and killed. Yes, and that's not a joke. No, that's and, 100% serious. So this happened. The there was a an Iranian state security uh, guy mm-hmm. who walked up to a car and shot a guy in the head, killed him. Because he honked his horn celebrating the loss. Yeah. It's, that happened. It's awful. And, and there's videos out there of <clears throat> large groups of people celebrating the, the loss. And there were these stories are, are, are leaking out about retribution, about people celebrating the loss. Can you it, imagine that? Uh, it's horrifying. Just celebrating the USA losing because yeah. you, you are so... You know, disenfranchised by your government, right? And then, in in response to you honking the horn in celebration of your loss, they shoot you. You get shot in the head. So it just it lets you know, like you, you hear this, and and I understand that there needs to be some cultural sensitivities, and and not everyone needs to, you know, this idea of our way is the only way. I, I get that. You don't want to be the ugly American that says, "Well, America is the only way to do things." But some of these places, you know what? There's just there's nothing you're going to tell me that that culturally they have to offer there when you have this sort of regime. That, that this isn't a cultural thing. This isn't a uh, a difference of opinion. This is this is just a, a a fascist dictatorship. This is just 
it's just murder. It's it's unbelievable. And no, I'm not going to sit up there and, and try to do the, well, you know, different cultures. No. Kiss my ass. In brighter child porn news. Oh, there you go. Will? Uh, Jalen Kitna. John Kitna's son. He is apparently a quarterback at Florida. Had no idea. He has been arrested for possession of child porn. Mm, how old? How old what? How old is he? Say college. He's a year younger than me. I so I actually was a part of the crew that com- tried to get him to commit to Central. Oh, yeah, of course, the Washington Ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad went there. Yeah. Well, I was. How about that? I was. You recruited Jalen Kitna. He's a part of the crew. It was pretty much just like a tweet of like, hey, dude, love oh. to have you. I want to block for you. <laughs> what were you doing on your trip? Was, you know. I wasn't there. Yeah, we now I have wasn't a there. child I just porn connection. That. I mean, Will? No. <laughs> I hate myself. Yeah. This is my fault. You jumped right into the trap. Sorry, man. You you walked right into that. You really did. So, yeah, this is real. Because uh, Kitten is a huge Jesus guy. At least his dad yeah, is. Yeah, he's got four kids. This is the oldest. He's a quarterback at, he's the backup quarterback at Florida. And they said that uh, they executed a search warrant at his residence after it received a tip that a Discord user had distributed an image of child sexual abuse material through the social media messaging platform. He is claiming that he 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 said they, they said there are two images in particular that were illegal. He believed them to be legal since he found them online and he posted them on Discord and he has now been arrested and he is in a world of trouble. Oh, my gosh. And they they also said they found three more images yeah. on his computer, so it's, he's he's five charges. You're in some uh, you're in some two counts of dis- distribution of child exploitation material and three counts of possession of child pornography. Well, and this is why I was asking how old he is because I'm not trying to. The idea of a college person, let's say you're 19 in college, if you have photos of a 16 or a 17 year old on your phone, because the idea of a 19 and a 16 year old isn't that abnormal, right? But if if you're 19 or 20 and you have photos of a 16 or 17, that could be considered child porn, which is why I was asking how old he was. He's 19. That's why I, I, I would. You said what did you say? So then it must have been his older brother that oh, I recruited. I thought the, he was the, the oldest. I was going to say the one that we talked to about going to Central wouldn't have been more than a year or two older than, or okay. a year or two and younger than 24? me. And you're 24. I'm 25, 25, so they would be yeah. 23, 24 in that range. So if he's 19, that's yeah, all. He must be this. That's all I'm wondering because he said he found them. And he thought they were legal. I, I'm not trying to justify this. I'm just wondering out loud, is this he had photos of a young girl because he's a young guy or did he have photos of a right. six-year-old? I do think that's a difference. I, I do think there's a big difference there before we start breaking out pitchforks and torches for the, the, the kid. And look, if it's if he had photos of, of you know a six-year-old, then by all means, break out the pitchforks. But um yeah, I, I had to years and years and years ago when I was uh, in the the church, I was uh, leading a youth class, and I had to. I don't like where this is going. Well, I just had to warn some of the kids in the class because they were sharing photos on their phones, and it was in that 16, 17, 18 year old range. And I had to tell some of those gentlemen, "You better be real freaking careful with that." Uh, what you're sending because, yeah, you get some girl that sends you a photo and you think it's fantastic and you find out she's 15, be real careful because you're sharing that around. That goes to the wrong person and someone's showing up your door with some handcuffs. It's, Look you at just, you teaching the youth about child porn. Well, Somebody's got to do it. Well, can you imagine being 18 and some girl sends you something and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. You show your buddy and then next thing you know, you know, some cops are showing at your door and you're like, oh, by the way, she's a freshman. She's 15. You have child porn. And like, I'm not saying that what he, that, that that's, you know, that that's fine that he has those. But I do think there's a difference in that kid going to prison for child porn than someone who's seeking out yeah. photos of, of four you. or five and six year olds. It's just weird that, I mean, it's Kitna's it's kid. Kitna, and again, and the, he is like outwardly, yes. like over the top. Um, religious. They yes. pray before and after every yeah. game for every team he ever coached. Yeah. And he's got, like I said, he's got four kids with his wife. And Well, but again, let's also realize that I hate when someone uses the fact that they have a cross around their neck as an excuse to do whatever the hell they want. And they're like, well, I'm a man well, hey, of forgiveness. Yeah, I'm a man of Jesus. Well, you, you may also be a pedophile. So, you know, if that's the case, I don't really give a damn who you pray to. Uh, you can't have those things. All right. Well, there's some uplifting news for you guys today. <laughs> yeah. Can we have something to like. 
There's something a little better. Is there a story about like a a puppy or oh? I do have a story about a puppy, and I'll tell it to you really fast. I love puppies. So there was a I don't know where this was. I just saw this today, and I thought it was the cutest little thing. And um, it was a story of a shivering goose. Oh. So some guy was uh, somebody was walking, and they saw a, a goose laying by a on a street side, and it was uh, shivering, and they didn't know why. And then they looked closer, and inside the goose, curled up in a little ball, because wherever it was, it was very cold, yeah. was a little puppy. Oh. The little goose, or the big goose, yeah. was sheltering warming. and warming the little puppy. Let me just say this. Cross-species, like, parenting friendship, it's the greatest thing on the planet. It's really amazing. If you if you show me a post of a, of a cat and a dog, a goose and a raccoon, what a, a tiger and like a you know whatever. Yeah, it's the most adorable thing ever. I love it. I can't get enough. And so there's your puppy palette. I cleanser. needed something after Will and his weird recruitment of child porn kittenas and all that it made us all very uncomfortable. Will very very uncomfortable. I didn't do anything on your recruiting trips. Not did, what I did. <laughs> you're the one that took him on recruiting trips. Not, I, nope. I'm just saying. All right, the NFL Hump Day Roundup is next. It is 3.59 on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 